T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here they come. One, two, three, four, five, six, sixers. One, two, three, four, five, six, sixers. <laughs> We're back. Marks and Reese, uh, Elliot in for Ike today, live at Chickies in South Philadelphia. This segment sponsored by Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. Uh, as the Sixers had a good weekend, I didn't, I'm not having a, I, I, I have a bum right shoulder, Elliot, and I'm trying to itch around here and I can't reach it because I don't have the, I don't have the Are range you asking of me to, to scratch your back? No, but Is it, that basically where you're going with this? No, because <laughs> I, I, our engineer, KJ, I think, was looking at me, so I was trying to scratch it. Yeah, you're now trying on, like, <laughs> on the chair. Like, it looks like a bear trying to do it on a tree so or something like that. So it's like I was trying to scratch it on the chair, and I saw people looking at me like, what's he doing? So I'm trying to scratch my, my upper shoulder. I thought maybe this had a tie into the Sixers, but I'm not thinking it does not. Yeah. No, but I, I saw some people looking at me, wondering and, what was and, and going was, on. Uh, yes, I'm yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Over here. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you took care of it. Well, anyway, Elliot, I mean, I know a lot. Uh, probably still flying under the radar of the 76ers because of the Eagles being yeah. in the playoffs, et cetera. But the Sixers, I I in particular, I saw. Um, I was I was watching the Jazz game on Saturday night. And that was a hell of a game. It came down to it was back and forth right up until pretty much the last second of the game. Yeah. Great win by the Sixers. Sixers are rolling right now. I mean, when they traded for James Harden last year, this was the team I was hoping to see. And it took a while, for sure. And the playoffs were disappointing last year. Yeah. But I would also tell anyone listening or any Sixers fan that's really frustrated by the playoffs last year and really, you know, past few years, I was there as well. I went into this season saying, doesn't matter what they do until the postseason. Uh, Harden has to prove it. He's cooked, all these things. And watching them more and more now, man, they are exactly the team you want to see in terms of what they can be with James Harden. James Harden Saturday night, and for those who missed it, it's understandable. The game, you know, started at whatever, 9 o'clock, yeah. uh, which for me, you know, old head is, feels. Yeah, I didn't see last night's game. midnight, yeah. But he had 18 points in the fourth quarter. He's been really good from three this year. Uh, last night, him and Embiid once again combined for, I think, over 55 points. Uh, they've been incredibly clutch as of late. And what Harden has given them, which is what they've needed so badly since they've gotten Embiid, is a legit number two option. Embiid is still the best player on the team. Come playoff time, it will come down to Embiid. But the problem this team has had is when Embiid has not been at his best or he's been injured or he's wearing you know, a mask or whatever, They've had nobody else to go to, and that's where Harden came up small last year. But this year, when they've needed somebody, Harden has stepped up big time. He looks healthier. He's shooting it better. Uh, I mean, 
you know, he's not in the MVP consideration, but man, he, he might be one of the best 10 or 11 players in the league this year. So if you've been someone like me early on that wasn't watching because of frustration, I would suggest you start, you know, watching the games because, man, they, they have been really, really fun to watch. Yeah, it's um, it, the All-Star game, the voting is heating up, right? Like James Harden, a lot like Ben Simmons now, has been looking great before the All-Star game. Don't worry, once the playoffs start, we'll see the old James Harden, Elliot. You know, I used to be there too, but yeah. when you watch the way he's playing right now, it just looks different than it does last year. He looks quicker. He's shooting it better. He's far more aggressive as a scorer. Last year, what really frustrated me was he was looking so much to pass it. You know, like, like Sixers traded for this guy to score, not to, to, right. to be Ben Simmons, right? But, yeah, you're right. It comes down to the postseason, 100%. But the guy that is playing now is the best he's looked in a Sixers uniform. Oh, for sure. And that's no, encouraging is what I'm saying. It's encouraging – to know that now that they have a guard it's been so long since they've had a guard that they could rely on to score when they needed to score ben could never do it obviously fultz never turned into that uh, i mean drew back in the day wasn't as good as he is now but he was maybe close to that they haven't had a guard like harden i mean maybe since iverson so just the fact that they have a perimeter score they can count on is such a huge difference heading into the postseason than they've had the last few years. Twitter questions are brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget online, marksifeandjewelers.com. Yeah, it, it's, um, I know you do a, a podcast with Kyle Newbeck. Yes. I, I haven't caught it yet, but I see the videos that, that you put it. out there. Clap your hands, available on all your uh, podcast apps. And you did one this morning? Did one this you morning. You were podcast heavy this morning. I know you well, were doing Well, I did a, a Go Birds at 7 a.m. I did a Clap Your Hands at uh, 10 o'clock, and now I'm here with you. Look so. at you. What a you winner. Doing, and you're doing, in the morning show at 7? And I did the morning show. I did the midday show. Yeah. Did so. the midday show, too? Yeah. And yeah. you're doing four hours, and then you're back for the players' knots. This hey, man, is the most Elliot's going to have uh, spoken on the radio ever. Yeah, it's playoff time. I hope the people like Elliot. I was going to say, for better or worse, you know, we'll check I'm high. the ratings. We'll have to check the ratings after uh, today. Yeah, or, or we maybe – well, let Rod do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't – I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you said. They do – they're rolling right now. James Harden looks great. I, I, unfortunately, Elliot, it's not going to be a lot of fun to be around me. And the 76ers, it's hurry up and get to the playoffs. See, but it, I guess really that, that's what I'm trying to say. I was right there with you a month ago. I really was. But, you know, you watched the game on Saturday night. You said you saw what James Harden looked yeah, like. Yeah, great. It looks different. It just looks different. And the other thing that they have going for them is the East is falling off a little bit. I mean, Boston's still really good, but Giannis is hurt. Milwaukee's not played yeah, as good early. recently. The Cavs are completely unproven. They, they've looked good, but they're completely unproven. I mean, the Sixers have... You know, it's taken a lot of playoff failure to get there. But they have a nice mixture of, first of all, they probably have the best duo in the NBA right now. There might not be a, a team with two better players than how Embiid and Harden are playing right now. But they also are playoff tested, which is something not a lot of teams in the East can say that are, that are near the top. Yeah, they've been in the playoffs, that's for sure. They, yeah, they haven't done great there. They but have they've, uh, they've been there. All right, so Maxi comes off the bench. Uh, Jack, what was your, your thoughts on Maxi coming off the bench? I mean, honestly, as a show, and it was uh, Ike's been, been very loud in this, that Maxi on this team should be coming off yeah. the bench, not starting. Your thoughts on him coming off the bench? Well, I'm glad. I mean, I think it makes everything – it kind of puts everything in the right kind of pieces. Like, it's a, it's a piece of the puzzle that I think makes the Sixers that much better. Now, maybe at the, at the end of games or end of halves, yeah. he'll be back out there, you know, as a part of the starting five. But I think, like, just letting him kind of cook on the second team, it kind of fits everything else in, in, into place here. And it was interesting. I guess he texted Doc with the idea, which, which I don't know how I should feel about that with yeah, Doc yeah. Rivers. Um, you know, the fact that he didn't thought of this before. Um, but, yeah, I think, well, at least it's interesting and something that maybe could jumpstart the second unit and make them even more potent. 
So my issue with benching Maxi is that as I oh, well, he wasn't benched. Well, he was starting and now he's not. Because he's coming, he's coming off the bench because it makes more sense. He wasn't benched because Tra he sucks. Traditionally, what we call starters who are now benched is, I mean, that is now coming off the bench is benched. Here's why, he, here's why Maxie's moving to the bench, right? Because uh, DeAnthony Melton has played better in his spot than Maxie has in, in that role, right? When, when Melton's been on the court with Tucker, their plus minus and, you know, all those advanced stats are way better than when they're in there with Maxie, right? Maxie, I think right now in his career – is can be a really good scorer in bunches. He's a really good three-point shooter, but he's a terrible defender. He's not a great uh, play creator in terms of, you know, being a point guard, right? And he's undersized. So when you look at the starting five, I think Melton has been better with them because Melton is a better defender. He's bigger. He's just as good it's of a more shooter consistent. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Now, the issue, so there's a plus and a, there's a, you know, positive and negative to this. The, the negative is... You can't tell me it's a good thing to have Maxi, who's probably like a top three most important player in your franchise, coming off the bench. You just can't. Like, you know, the Sixers didn't go into this year thinking the plan will be we'll be better with Maxi on the bench. But if he's playing the same amount of minutes, what does it matter? Because it matters. Let's just be no, real. It, it matters. It matters in the NBA who starts. And I, look, he'll be on the court when they finish. I think. But ultimately, this isn't like rotating defensive ends. This isn't, you know, the, the it's, I guess it's maybe yeah, close why? to a pitching rotation. But why, why does it matter so much? Because Maxi, first of all, this offseason is eligible for a max contract, right? He had, like, Maxi's not going to be a bench player his whole career. Sooner or later, okay. they, gotta, they have to figure out how to play with Maxi as a starter. And the other part of this is, if you are going to give him a max contract, it would feel a lot better doing that, knowing that the guy you're about to pay $37 million a year to is okay starting. Think about this. The Sixers have decided with him that they are better with Maxi coming off the bench. Is, the, is that a player you want to give a max contract to? Jack, your thoughts on this? Yes well, or no? I mean, it doesn't really – I think it makes sense for this year, but where I agree with Elliot is that what are you really learning about the future of the team? Like, like isn't the best version of this team ultimately going to have to be the big three, quote-unquote, of Harden, Maxi, and Embiid what? getting them to the next level? When James Harden goes back to Houston after this year, then Maxie will be back in the starting lineup, and it'll fit a lot different. Well, yeah, I don't think Harden's going to go back to Houston. But, but the other right. reason I don't really like this is because it's being made with P.J. Tucker as the priority. P.J. Tucker should not be starting on this team. The issue is you can't bring him off the bench because he gives you literally nothing. At least Maxie off the bench gives you, you know, a boost of energy and scoring and all those things. I just can't get down with the idea that Maxi, who coming into this year, everybody was so excited about, you know, one of the best young players in the league, all these things, is now better off coming off the bench. I just but he wasn't, I can't wrap my But he wasn't benched. That. You get benched for... But he's for, benched because he's no longer starting. Like, they've decided their best no. five to begin games does not include him. Pretty much. That, that's what they've decided. He didn't start last night, They've right? decided with their current roster that it makes the most sense to have him coming off the bench right now to see if that gives them spark. It being benched means that you're being benched because your performance sucks or discipline or whatever. Yeah, and I, I get the negative connotation, but also let's be honest: when he was out for that long stretch, DeAnthony Melton played was really good. well in his role, he was right? Good. So, yeah. in a certain way, Maxie had his job taken a little bit. Now, I would bench Tucker just because I think that ha starting Melton and Maxie, I just think they're better players than Tucker. But the issue is Tucker's been such a disaster, and you're paying him so much money that it's just tough to bench a player of that caliber, you know, that name and that salary at, the, yeah. at this point. But, I mean, it's one of the more interesting things going on with the team because they have to figure out a way to make Maxi a viable player when things matter. All right, let's, uh, let's get back to the phones here. 
94-94. We're live at Chickies, Marks and Reese. That's Elliott Shore Park. So let's go to Paul in Woodland, who's got something on the Eagles. Paul, how you feeling today, buddy? Yeah, what's going on, Johnny Marks? Paul? Elliot. What up, man? Jack. What's up, man? You know, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here just trying to understand how, how uh, you were worried about the Giants, Johnny Marks. Like, this is really throwing me for a loop. Like, they are literally the worst team in the playoffs. Yep. And, and, and you're scared of them? Like, this tells me that you just don't believe in the team. Like, don't just go to that yep. Like, I've been yep. saying all year. And that's, that's the only thing I could take from this. Like, you, this team, they, okay, they looked good yesterday against the worst defense, pass defense in all of football. Like, I mean, everybody puts up 30 points on the, on the goddamn Minnesota. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this team, our team is so much more talented than, so, than the Giants. So, I mean, so, 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 Paul, just let me stop you. No one, you didn't hear me come on the air and say that the – Eagles aren't as talented as the Giants or the Giants are overly talented. It's actually the exact opposite, and it's a contrast of styles, right? Like, the Eagles are talented. They have a very talented team. They have a lot of high-priced players. A.J. Brown, we talked about Reddick being here tonight. Like, they have stars on their team. Uh, look at how many Pro Bowlers they have, right? Like, that doesn't mean anything, Well, right? That doesn't mean anything in one game. And and the issue I have, and it's not that I'm scared of the Giants. It's that, it, it, like, everybody's coming in here today. Most people, everybody we've talked to, including Elliot and Jack, are being like, yeah, like, I'm pumped. This is an easy one. We got them. Everything the Eagles need right now is right there with the Giants. This is going to be an easy win. No, it's not, dude. This is not going to be an easy win. We're going to win by, like, win. 14 to 20 points, man. It's going to be an easy win, bro. Mm. Okay. Now, man, this, it, it is what it is, man. You can go home tonight and watch your real team, the Cowboys, because they're <laughs> obviously not a real Eagles fan. I'm not a real Eagles fan? I, I don't know, man. I, I listen to you. You definitely ain't a Philly guy, so we need to do that reboot all over. Why am I not a Philly guy? I was going to say, I thought he got certified. I got certified. Go ahead and watch your real team, man. <laughs> no, but, no, but, no but, but, I mean, so just let me, because we had somebody else on here that was like, Marks isn't an Eagle fan. All right, like, Eagles fans come in every shapes and sizes, and some people overreact, mm-hmm. and you have a lot of Eagles fans that just want me to come on the radio today and be like, all right, we got this, let's go. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. And then it's 202. And then we're, I'm going to say E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Or I can be honest with how I feel about the team yeah. right now, which is like I, I don't feel great about where they are right now. Could they be playing every, anybody this week and I would still have the anxiety about the game? Yeah, of course, because this is a lot about where the Eagles are mm-hmm. right now. It's not all about the other team. But as far as the contrast of styles, the Giants are coming down here knowing that no one thinks they're going to win and knowing that when, if they lose the game, it's still a successful season and yeah, they go home they'll and they'll be list. fine. And they're going to come down and they're, going to, and they're going to try to brawl this out. They're going to try to grind the Eagles down. And based on where the Eagles are right now, like, this isn't a good matchup. But it's, why? It's not why, a good matchup. You, but I just, I'm curious, like, so they have to play somebody, right? I mean, you know, they're not playing the Chicago Bears this week. So they have to play either Tampa, Dallas, or New York because Seattle got eliminated. So I, but I, we can include Seattle. But what would have made those better matchups? My point is only this, the matchup they got is the best they could have hoped for. Uh, At the I, end of the day, considering they had to play one of those four teams, this is the one you would have hoped for. Yeah, I, with the Buccaneers, even if they were to, were to beat the, the Cowboys, they can't run the ball, right? So that's a lot of Tom Brady. That offense has been horrible all year. So it's not the, the, the Bucks haven't gotten hot recently. Well, that, but that's if you think the Bucks' offense has been horrible, the Giants' offense has been, I mean, I'll have the points per game in front of me, but pretty much just as bad. 
Like, those are both terrible offenses. Now, Tom Brady, at least at that point, if you're the Bucks, you say, okay, Tom's not you afraid Tom to Brady. come into Philadelphia. They've had success against the Eagles. I mean, that offense particularly, now it was last year, but that offense has had success against this defense. So, I, I mean, would you have rather played the Bucks? Um, yes. Wow. Okay. I, well, and I think it's close. I do. I think it's close. What you're saying about Tom Brady, most people would say, like, Oh, my God, Tom Brady's coming in here. He's the wild card. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he had a good half against the Panthers. Outside of that, they're dinking and dunking. And but that's the Giants. That's what I'm saying. How you feel about the Bucks offense is the Giants offense. Except they with, can run. Except they can run the ball with multiple with Saquon, running backs. Right, yeah. With multiple but, running backs. But, but, well, first of all, the Eagles have been better against the and, run, no and, and the quarterback runs the ball well, has good mobility. They don't mind. Does, I mean, pretty much what, like, I think Wade said this earlier, what we were bitching about what the Eagles did last year with Jalen Hurts is what the Giants are doing this year. They're calling design runs just to try to move the chains. Yeah. So they're going to chew up clock. I mean, like, I know you love style points, Elliot. This is not a style point team, Giants, and they're not going to do it pretty. But, like, as far as where the Eagles are right now, having the bye week, everybody thinks that's great. Okay, it's another week they didn't play. It's coming off a week where they needed literally every, everything but two minutes to beat second and third string Giants players, and then Jalen Hurts missed two weeks before that. Mm. And then he played against the Bears. So I'm supposed to be confident that Jalen Hurts, who really hasn't played a true game in how long? A month? Five weeks? Six I just weeks? think you're, you're holding the Eagles to a different standard than you are the Giants because the Giants went 4-5-1 and one at the end of the season. The Giants won two of their last the three. The Giants barely made the playoffs. Like, the, you know, the Eagles, for what it's worth, you're right, the end of the season did not turn out great, and I was concerned about that. But that's only concerning if you're playing a team that can take advantage of those weaknesses, and the Giants are not set up to take advantage of those weaknesses. Let's talk about Avante Maddox being out, something people have been concerned about. The Giants have terrible wide receivers, right? So they're not going to be able to take advantage of the fact that Avante Maddox is out. Lane Johnson's injury. People are concerned, how is he going to hold up against great edge rushers? The Giants don't have great edge rushers, so that's not a concern in that regard. And then will the offense be rusty with Jalen? What kind of offense will they run? The Giants can barely score. It took playing a historically bad passing defense for them to even get to what they end up with, 27 points. So the Eagles, the weaknesses that the Eagles have that you could be concerned about match up perfectly against the, thing that the, the things that the Giants struggle right. with. And that's why I think it's the best matchup they could have got. Giants have won two of their last three, Elliot. Okay. But one of them was against the Colts, right? And, they, and, and the game they lost was, the, was when they had second and third stringers against the Eagles starters the whole game. Yeah, but, but we both agree that game means nothing, right? Okay, I, I so they won that, their last two games. Yeah, then. they won their last two games. So because of that, you think there's a legit chance they'll beat the 14-3 and three Eagles. They've because, won three or four. Who, the, the Giants have won three or four if we throw the Eagles game out. There you go. They're okay. high. All right. Okay, so they're going to win. <laughs> there you go. I mean, again, like the Eagles did not play great at the end of the year. I agree with that. They're still a far better team. You said that for one game, you know, the talent doesn't matter. I actually completely disagree. I think for one game, the talent super matters. The Eagles are going into this game with better players at pretty much every position besides running back. I, don't, I can't think of another position off the top of my head where you would go, the Giants have a better player at that position. You say the same thing for a lot of the games this weekend. And all the favorites won. Right, by the, yeah. and some of them by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Yeah, it was close. I, I mean, no, you know, I, even the 2017 team that, you know, we view as maybe the best Eagles team ever don't win that game unless Julio Jones falls down in the end zone. So, I, I, you know, I, I'll put it this way. I think it's more likely they win this game by 14-plus than they actually lose. Could, could, they, could they win it by three points? Sure. I do not think at the end of the day the Giants will win the game. And because of that, 
I feel confident that the that the Eagles you know, it could be ugly. You're right, but ultimately I would be stunned if they actually lost the game. Let's go to Rios in North Philly. Rios, what up, man? What's going on, Hard Charges? What's up, Hard What's up, Charges? Rios? Look, check it out, man. Y'all kind of little threw me off when y'all started talking about the Sixers, but I get it. Y'all got to talk about them. But hey, They're as long as you well, got a sucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, look. Let me get to these Eagles, man. All right, look. Check it out, man. I. I, I understand bits and pieces that what Johnny's saying, what you saying, Elliot. Um, well, with you, Elliot, I can't, I can't take you seriously. You sound like an Eagles superhero now. After a while ago, I remember talking to you, trying to get you to commit, and you wouldn't commit. But, you know, but I get it. Well, I didn't All know right. they were going to play the good. Giants. Say again? I didn't know they were going to play the Giants. Well, look, let me just say this, right? On paper, people talk about the stuff on paper. Paper don't mean nothing. As of right now, the Giants are on the natural high. So what do we got to do? We got to, damn, give them doubt and cool them off early. Mm-hmm. Now, do I agree with you, Ellie, about, like, yeah, the talent, the guys that we have, like, I feel very confident. I'm very, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you this. I'm very confident in our coaches. I'm confident in them because I know what they're capable of. I just don't trust them. And it'd be a lot of situations. Anytime the Eagles could be down, it could be down by 3-1, whatever it is. They start coaching another way where you like, oh, my God. Like, they start rushing things or forcing plays and stuff like that. What the coaches need to do is just, just coach to win. Now, we need to get to Daniel Jones early, definitely. But you already know, he's going tr- to run. So we got to be dif- disciplined on understanding yep. what he's going to do and run. Also, look, our DBs. Don't need to just be sitting there and giving this guy confidence. Like, look, let's just – we ain't got a blitz all the time. But let's play tight coverage with our cornerbacks, our top two. We're paying them. Let them earn their damn money. Now, also, let our own line hit somebody. Let them get warmed up. Let's get our running game warmed up so we can at least – I, I feel, the way I feel, when we get our running game warmed up, we do way better. And like you said, Elliot, you put out the point that – the Giants, as a as a defensive running team, that they that they're not good. So let's get that. Let's get our running game together. Work off the passes, and I think everything's going to work. But I know now that we got to start early and get right in their jaws, yeah, and make them feel straight like suckers right away. Let's not play no games, Elliot. How do you feel about that? Man? I no. So Rios, I think your point, and I'm not normally a come out and run the ball guy. I do think coming out and running it on a Saturday night would make some sense. I think it calms things down to a certain extent in terms of making sure the Eagles control the game. And the Giants are terrible against the run. So I think you could be successful uh, that way. So I, I agree with him on that. Now, in terms of blitzing Daniel Jones a ton and letting the corners play man coverage, not super in, fa- in, in favor of that. I do think blitzing, look, it can work, obviously, but it can also be dangerous if you have a, have a quarterback that can run. So my concern with doing that would be it's not really what they've done all year. But uh, in terms of running the ball, yeah, I mean, I, I can get down with the game plan of coming out, uh, trying to control the clock and, you know, move the ball down the field that way. Mm, all right, get down with it. Get down with it. I can get down with that. We're live at Chickies and Pete's. Uh, we're in South Philly. The deck at Chickies and Pete's on the boulevard. Man, it's open. It's heated and closed. Perfect for happy hour. They have a, 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 like a little stage area for a live band. Yep. Watching games there uh, is amazing. Chickies and Pete's on the Food boulevard. Food was really good, too, when we were down there. Oh, man, we had such a good time up yeah. there. We, Herb came out with signing autographs. All-Star show. OG Wade I still was got there. a little cough. OG Wade, yes, exactly. OG Wade. So, yeah, we, it was good being up in the Northeast. All right, coming up. 
So this is going to be this is going to be a fun week because we know that there are a lot of Giants fans, not Philadelphia Cowboys fans. We know there's a lot of Giants fans that are in the area. Mm-hmm. And it was the last time they were in the playoffs, the Giants. Been was a couple it 2016? years. 2016. Been a couple years. I think it was a loss to the Packers, wasn't it, in Green Bay? Ah, it sounds about I think right. That might have been it. Well, yeah. they are uh, they're excited. They're eager to play the Eagles, mm. and they hate the Eagles, the Giants. Where do you hear everybody's rea- every Giants fan's reaction in the Delaware Valley? And I'm excited New- to hear this. In New York and wherever else. Uh, we'll play it for you. Cup it up next. Back to your calls as well on the actual game. It is Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Don't go anywhere. All right, then, by the way, help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for every business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.